Welcome to the Soul Service Podcast. I'm your host, Anastasia Burtnick. I am a spiritual life coach, energy healer, and psychic medium on a mission to help you heal, awaken, and expand your light and consciousness. If you are a spiritual seeker ready to learn, grow, and live and breathe your purpose here on this earth, you are in the right place, my friend. Together, we are going to dive deep into opening our hearts, healing our shadows, connecting with our souls, and erasing our vibes so you can live your best life ever. Let's dive in. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Soul Service Podcast. You're hanging out with me, your host, Anastasia Burnick. So today I wanted to dive into theta healing and what theta healing is, what energy healing is, and the just like the really cool ins and outs of some of the things that we do together. Because there is, oh, I, I love theta healing because there is so much depth to it. And there's so many intricacies and things that you wouldn't think about that I will do with you when we work together during Theta Healing. And it just helps you go deeper into understanding why energy healing is an important part of life, an important part of your journey. Um, Honestly, I believe everybody should be getting regular energy healing sessions because we are energetic beings. You know, that it would be like if you decided to just go without food and you're like, well, I'll eat food when I, when I feel like it, maybe in six months or maybe I'll never try food. You need food just like you need energy healing. You wouldn't starve your body of food. So you wouldn't want to starve your your soul and your energy of healing and coming into alignment. So theta healing is a really neat modality. Um, if you have ever experienced other modalities, some of them are, for, are more passive where you may just be as the client lying there receiving a healing. That's more like Reiki integrated energy therapy. Um, but theta healing is very active in that I am constantly talking to you and coming to the, the bot- like digging to the bottom of beliefs, uh, of where trauma is stored, of where wounds are stored. And it's a very permission-based type of healing. So if you've had something like Reiki or integrated energy therapy, you're just lying there and you're receiving. Now with theta healing, because we were doing belief work, so we were actually finding the beliefs that are getting in your way, we're finding where they started, we're finding the memories attached to them, we're finding the emotions attached to them, we're doing a lot of digging. And if I was to just release it, the likelihood of you blocking that release and holding on to those beliefs is very high. So with theta healing, it's very permission-based. So every time we get to a bottom belief, and that's kind of the root, also called the bottom belief, anytime we do that, it gives me 
the ability to actually start pulling it for you. And the reason I ask your permission is because if you say yes, and it's always out loud when I ask you these things, not only are you more likely to release it, it actually cements it into all four levels. So that yes, when you say it verbally, is saying yes on a soul level, a mental level, an emotional level, and a physical level. And that allows you to really embody the healing. So that embodies the releasing of emotions and, and, and beliefs, and then also the bringing in of emotions and beliefs. So it's a very, very neat modality. If you haven't ever tried it, I highly recommend booking a session with me. It's, it is so beautiful. You know, I, I recently had a new client that came to me and um, one of my, my regulars, she uh, referred her friend and it was amazing because her friend had never had um, an energy healing before. So Theta was her first experience and she asked what to expect of her friend. And her friend just said, Hey, you know what? Just go get it done. I promise you it'll be amazing. And this incredible woman, she trusted me so beautifully with her heart and with her healing. And it was beautiful for her. It felt like so much weight had been lifted off of her physically and emotionally and on a soul level. She felt super energetic, um, aligned, like she could feel the releases going on throughout the entire session. And then just the amount of peace she felt after it was beautiful. And, you know, each and every person has a different experience. So some people get very emotional. Some people feel amazing. Some people see colors and visions. Some people see their angels or their guides um, or feel them or they get messages. Like there's so many things that can happen and it's all beautiful and unique to you and unique to each session. So this is something that you will get such, just such beauty out of every time you receive a theta healing. Now, before I fully go into all of what theta healing is, I want to talk to you about energy healing in general. Now, energy healing is important because we are energetic beings. We are made of energy. And like I was saying earlier, for us to not get energy healing that would be like us not giving our bodies food to live. Now, like I said, we are energetic beings and we have four different levels. So we have our physical level, which is the most dense. Then we have our emotional level, our mental level, and our soul level or spiritual level. Now, each of these levels actually make up who we are and also make up our auric field, which is our energy field that surrounds us. Now, what can happen is when we have traumas, emotions that we haven't dealt with, and, and a trauma truly is anything that at that time 
your body, mind, and soul could not process. That is what a trauma is. So as a six-year-old, it might not, it might, that trauma might be your mom wasn't feeling good, so she didn't hug you that day. To an adult, we're like, okay, whatever, that's not a big deal. But to a six-year-old, that might be a big deal. And that might have created a trauma. So anything that we cannot process at the time it is happening becomes a trauma. And what happens is it gets cemented in the different layers of our auric field. And whether it is traumas or beliefs, same thing with beliefs, it can get cemented into different layers of our auric field. And as those things get cemented into different layers, it kind of puts like junk in our auric field. It's the best way to put it. So when we're born, we have a completely clear auric field. It's all shiny and new. There's no junk in it. And as we start growing, we start adding little bits of junk here and there. And eventually when we're older, it's kind of like we're hoarders in a way. We're hoarding all of our junk, all of our beliefs. Some of, We don't necessarily know what's good for us, what's bad for us. We just have all of it and we're like, mm, mine, yes, mine. So energy healing helps us begin clearing that so that we can know exactly what serves us, what is not actually junky and propels us forward and is like one of those great working appliances like a Vitamix or something. And then it also helps us know what is sitting there that's broken, that's not serving us, that's taking up space where we could have other things that are going to help us come in, but they don't have room. So that is kind of what the purpose of energy healing is, is to clear that out so that we are functioning optimally on all four levels. Now, the other thing is that as we add more and more junk to our auric field, as we add more trauma, more belief systems that we're not dealing with, what can happen is it can drop from a spiritual level to a mental level to an emotional level down to a physical level. And when things start coming into the physical level, that's where you get things like pain and disease in your body. That's where you get actual conditions. You know, I 100% believe that we have the ability to heal any condition because we are not meant to live that way. We're not meant to live with pain, with disease. The difference is that are we willing to let it go? Are we willing to let those things go and actually be healthy and well? And the other thing is that, you know, it it can take time. This pain, this disease did not just drop into your body. It took time to come there. Now, the exception to that is if someone is born with something, and I still believe those conditions that people are born with can be healed, but that goes into karma and other life lessons and past life things. And we're not going to get deep into that today, but I do believe that anything can be healed. 
And the, one of the only things limiting you from healing something is your own belief and also what your underlying commitments are. Because honestly, and this might be a tough pill for some people to swallow, is that if you have something going on in your body, if you have pain or a disease, and this includes myself, it is serving you in some way. So you need to get to the root of why it's serving you and you need to be willing to release that. Otherwise, you are not going to be able to release it. You're not going to be able to fully heal because you are holding on to it at some level. So energy healing helps us clear all of this. And let me be very clear. There is no modality that is better than the other. It's just what you're called to. I happen to absolutely adore theta healing. I think it's amazing. Um, And I'm also now trained in integrated energy therapy, which is a more passive type of healing that uses and works with uh, the power of angels. So every modality has its place and is beautiful. And it just depends on what you need in that moment and what you're feeling called to. Now, theta healing itself The reason it's called theta healing is because it uses the theta brainwave state to make changes in your subconscious and unconscious levels. Now, when children are growing up until the age of about five to seven years old, they actually live in the theta brainwave state. And then eventually they switch to, I believe it's Bravo, Alpha, Bravo. I believe it's Bravo is the, is our, awake state when we're concentrating. Um, But children until the age of about five to seven live in that theta brainwave state. And you have heard that children are like sponges. They are absorbing everything, their environment, the feelings, the belief systems. They're absorbing absolutely everything. And that's one of the reasons why as parents, especially We should be doing healing on ourselves so that we're not passing that on to our children. But when you are a child, up until about the age of seven, that is when most of your core beliefs are cemented in. That's when most of your core beliefs are formed. And then after that, you will still absolutely form beliefs, but it's a little bit different because you're absorbing things in a different way. Now, the reason that we work with theta, the theta brainwave in theta healing is because we want to get to that very permeable layer of your subconscious and your unconscious to change these beliefs that you formed. And by going into that brainwave state, we have the least amount of resistance. So I'm just going to take a sip of coffee here. Now, if we were to just try to pull beliefs from uh, a Bravo, beta, beta, that's the word I'm looking for. Bravo sounded wrong, beta. (laughs) Um, From a beta brainwave state, um, it would be harder. That is where most coaching occurs, and it's amazing. But sometimes coaching needs a little extra help 
because we can be resistant to releasing beliefs. Now, here's the other thing is a lot of times we are carrying beliefs in our subconscious or unconscious that are not actually ours. We may not have even specifically heard someone say that belief or tell it to us, and yet we still have that belief or we still have that trauma within us. And where this gets, where these traumas and beliefs come from, if they're not actually ours, is from our genetics, our ancestry, and also from past lives. And no amount of just coaching is going to help you clear beliefs from past lives or from your genetics because it's, it's in your DNA. And there's nothing wrong with this. There is a reason, like, there's reasons why we carry things forward. And it's usually to learn lessons or to help us, on, help us go along this journey that we're on in this lifetime. And sometimes it's things that we didn't want to let go of that our soul wasn't ready to let go of. And it's our, it's our job to let go of these things in this lifetime. That's the other reason that they can come with us. So energy healing is a beautiful way to start clearing those levels because there are things, and this, if you don't believe me that things exist in our DNA, you can research epigenetics. This, this is actually scientific. (laughs) So Traumas and beliefs, they exist in our DNA. So it may not be something that we chose to bring on as a, as a conscious human in this lifetime, but we did carry them forward. And those things, those beliefs, those traumas that we carried forward in our DNA can in fact hinder us. So we want to clear and heal them and also end the cycle. What happens, and this is, this is the interesting thing about going into epigenetics, into past life work, is if we don't heal things, we can pass them on to our children. We can pass them on to, well, any descendants of ours. And then also we can carry them into our next lifetime. So if you are in the place where you're being called to do this work, it's because you are being called to end the cycle of trauma and the cycle and the cycle of those beliefs and start new. And you're actually healing the healing these things. And that is part of your purpose. So with theta healing, we are looking at all of that. We're looking at all of the conscious beliefs that we made, the subconscious beliefs we made, and then going into those ancestral and genetic beliefs and traumas that occurred so that we can heal it and become fully whole. And when I say become fully whole, we are already whole. It's just like I had said earlier, we're kind of like hoarders and we need to just let go of some junk. So theta healing is a really, really beautiful way to do that. Now theta healing is neat because it works with the power of creator and whether you call it creator, God, source, spirit, Buddha, Allah, universe, it doesn't matter. It's, we're working with the highest power, the highest divine power there is. But we're working with the power of creator. 
to actually pull beliefs from you, pull traumas from you, and not have you re-experience them. Though you will have emotional releases, that is 100% normal. And then the other thing that we do is we bring in new beliefs, new feelings. And the neat part about that is because we are working with a divine intelligence, even if you as a human in this lifetime have never experienced something, because we're working with that divine intelligence, that divine intelligence can bring into you the knowledge of what it looks like, what it feels like, how it is that you are this thing, that you experience this thing. So a good example is if you've never felt unconditional love, and this is a big one for people, if you have never felt unconditional love, creator of all that is, through our downloads that we would do together through the healing, would be able to bring it into you and show you what it looks like, feels like, how to, when to know that you can and that you do and that you are unconditionally loved. So you know it on all levels of your being. It soaks into every aspect of who you are on a physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual level. It soaks into every single layer, it permeates it, so that even though you as a human in this lifetime had never experienced it before, you now know what it is to experience unconditional love, to have unconditional love, to be unconditionally loved always. And what this does is it opens you up. It allows all of that unconditional love that's been waiting for you, that beliefs and traumas have been blocking, to come in because you're open to it. Your your body, your soul, your mind now has the receptors that are open saying, okay, I know what unconditional love is. Yes, I will receive it now. So it can bring in these beautiful things for you. Same goes with even manifesting money. If you want to be a millionaire and be rich, and there's nothing bad about being rich, but if you want to be rich and you've never felt it because you've lived in poverty your whole life, through the power of creator, we can bring that in and show you what it feels like on an energetic level so then you can actually align with it. So then you actually end up bringing in more abundance. And we clear anything that is blocking you from receiving that. So it's a really, really beautiful process. Now, other things that happen with theta healing is sometimes we work specifically on physical conditions and we work around on the emotions that surround that physical condition. So you might say, I have neck pain and we'll focus on that, but also we'll focus on all of the emotions and, and traumas and beliefs that are related to that neck pain. 
So you might come into a session having a focus like that, or you might come into a session with neck pain, but you don't mention it. And we might work on a bunch of emotions and beliefs and traumas, and then your neck pain goes away because we cleared it. So you can see that we're always going to be working on the emotions and everything. And your physical body is so connected to your emotions and your beliefs. They, they are not separate at all. So it's really, really beautiful to be able to see where things interact. And, you know, honestly, your, your body is incredible because it has its own little roadmap for where things are stored. Now, things can move around. It's not be all end all, but typically if you have things going on in the top of your head, that's going to be a lot of things associated with guilt. The front of your forehead and that kind of surrounding area, that's going to be about distrust. Your neck would be fear. Shoulders would be uh, shoulds. Like you feel like you should be doing things. It's like the weight of the world. You can also see where a lot of these phrases come from. Like, oh, I have the weight of the world on my shoulders. Those are shoulds, it's responsibilities. Your heart is heartache and betrayal. In your, in your kidneys, that's usually fear. Uh, your adrenals, there's different sides of your body, but your adrenals, um, that is usually, hmm, what is that one? One side is anger, one side's resentment. And then there's also um, stress and I believe it's intolerance. So you can see that different parts of your body hold different things. And then those different parts of your body might be sending signals to other parts of your body. And it, if things, it'll also tell you like if it's on the left side, it's typically things from your mother or your feminine if it's on the left, it's your father or your masculine. So it's beautiful how your body is like a roadmap. Now, again, this is not like to put you in a box or anything, but it just shows you how our bodies store things and how we can start connecting the dots to heal things. And the more that we do energy healing work and emotional healing work, the better we physically feel because we are literally clearing out sometimes decades of junk from all four levels of who we are. And the, that allows us to be energetically at our best, to be in energetic alignment with our purpose, with our soul, with just all of the world surrounding us, with creator itself, with mother earth. It just brings us into vibrational alignment and it gets rid of the density. There's a reason why so many of my clients after doing a theta healing say they feel lighter because we've taken out so much density. So another really neat thing that we do in theta healing 
is uh, soul retrievals and energy releases. So a lot of times when we interact with people, and this is not something that's scary, um, when we interact with people, we can have soul fragments leave us and attach to them. And we can also absorb soul fragments from other people. And even if you are the best empath in the world who has like the best boundaries and is really good at not taking on people's energy, this will still happen. So it's not nothing to be ashamed of or alarmed about. It's just part of who we are as souls and how we function. And it doesn't mean you're broken. It's just there's a little piece of you that's attached to someone else or vice versa. So this can happen. And sometimes we can also get energies or um, entities. And again, this is not to scare you, um, but energies or entities that can feed off of our energy. And when we have someone feeding off of our energy, you can think of it like a little leech or a tick. They're, they're, they're taking from you in some way. So you might be more tired. You might be irritable. Um, you might get triggered more easily. And so oftentimes this can be a signal that something needs to be healed. And in this case, it's just that something might be taking your energy, feeding off of it. So the beautiful thing about doing soul retrievals and these energetic releases we actually, is we actually help you unplug anything that is attached to you that does not belong to you. So that might be an entity, it might be soul fragments, it might just be energetic plugins. Um, so we're literally unplugging all of these things from you, sending them back to creator to be cleansed, and then returning them to their original owners. Or in the case of like an entity or something, it would just go up to whichever plane of existence it is supposed to be on after being cleansed by creator. So it's not scary at all. It's actually a really beautiful process. And then what we do is anything that you have or anything that you have plugged in to someone else or any soul fragments of yours that are attached to someone else, we call all of those back cleanse them and bring them back into your auric field. And this is really neat because you will feel a big energetic difference. <clears throat> you will actually be able to feel your energy increase and you'll notice that you start functioning differently because there's, there aren't parts of you that are scattered. You're, you're coming back into that full, like whole strong auric field. You're not attached to anyone else. No one else is attached to you. And for someone who's never had this done before, it can be a really beautiful and freeing experience, especially if you have, um, if you've had a lot of like attachments to people, trauma with people. I know when I did it for the first time, um, I had so many attachments to my mom and we have a complicated relationship and, oh, it almost felt for me, and this is different for each and every, and every person, but for me, it actually felt like I could feel things unhooking and I felt weird, but also lighter after. 
And then I started feeling more energetic. And the more I've done this, even on myself, the more my own spiritual gifts have increased, the more energetic I've been. It's, it's just totally shifted things for me. So this is one of the things I love to do with my clients because it's like, it's like a deep cleansing of your house. You don't want a dirty house. So you bring it in. Oh man, I'm on fire with like these, these random like house cleaning and hoarder metaphors today. But that's what it's like to have a soul retrieval done. And it's really beautiful. And then another thing I love doing is actually a soul healing. So if you've ever experienced any grief in your life, loss, anything like that, I love doing soul healings because it helps ease any grief that you're holding on to. I will never get rid of it. I will never just release your grief because that's, you know, grief is a gift and there's a lot of love within grief and there's lessons within it, but there's no reason why you can't ease it so that it actually heals itself faster. And, you know, everything, when you're doing something like theta healing, no matter what you are doing, every single release, every single download is always brought in in the highest intention. So if you actually work with me in a session, you will hear me, hear me say in the highest and best way now. And even if I quote unquote, like mess up the wording or it's not fully like, I don't know, it just feels off or something like the wording is not perfectly right. And by the way, if you, if that's something you think about, that's your mind, that's your human mind coming in to try to put things in a perfect little box and it doesn't work that way. But because the intention behind absolutely everything is in the highest and best way, you're working with the divine intelligence. So the divine intelligence knows what's going on. It knows what you're trying to say. It knows the intention behind it. It knows what needs to be released and what needs to stay. So there, there really are no mistakes with it. The only time you could get into a mistake per se is if someone was to start giving you negativity, bad news, um, if there was judgment mixed in it and that that's where that's a, that's an ethics thing. And that's not okay. That's never okay. So anytime you receive a healing or even a, like a spirit reading or anything like that, it should be positive. Now that doesn't mean it has to be light and fluffy and unicorns and rainbows but it needs to be positive. So for example, if someone were to, like if as a reader, some, like I was to see, oh, this person might get fired from their job. I wouldn't predict that you'd get fired. I wouldn't say like, oh, you're going to get fired. I'd give you tools or suggestions to help you. Maybe you're getting fired because you keep showing up late to work. So instead, I would actually talk to you and say, hey, you know what? 
your work life would improve a lot if you were on time. There's a big difference in that. You don't ever want to spread fear. And if anybody is ever spreading fear to you, mm -mm, that's a big red flag. You can always be constructive. You can always help people. And you should be helped by whoever you are working with. But they should never be spreading fear. Because fear, fear does nothing. Fear only harms us. And oftentimes, fear can just make whatever we're afraid of come true because we're attracting it. It's like a self-fulfilling prophecy. So everything should really be positive and uplifting and constructive. So yeah, there are so many beautiful things that we can do with Theta healing itself. Um, you know, my some of my clients are just incredible. Um, my one beautiful client that comes to me for Theta healings, she has increased her, I think she calls it her money pot, but she's increased her level um, of abundance so much. She was so afraid to receive money. Things had been hold, on hold for her for so long, like for years. And then we had one session and she manifested a settlement and she raised her wealth frequency weight, raised her value. And then she manifested one-on-one -on -one clients. And we've only had a couple of sessions so far. And just the, the difference in her is incredible. She used to only be able to hold um, love and gratitude in her heart for maybe like 30 seconds. And now she can actually feel it. She can hold that frequency, that feeling for a long period of time. So together with Theta Healing, we work on things like that. We also can work on manifesting in abundance itself. If you have things on a vision board that you want to bring into your life, that you are wanting to get into energetic alignment with, we can work on that. We can work on your physical health We can and your, your physical self and surroundings. We can work on your purpose. We can work on bringing in relationships for you, opening yourself up to love. Like there's oh, just so many incredible things. We can also connect you with your spirit guides and your angels. Have you meet them? Really open that connection up if that's something that you've never really done before. Can help you increase your spiritual gifts like your clairvoyance, clairaudience, clairsentience, claircognizance. Fade healing is really beautiful because it can help you heal and also propel you forward. And oh, it feels good. You know, anytime I work with any of you and I get off of a Theta Healing session with one of you, I am basically on like cloud, I don't know, like 999, <laughs> not even cloud nine. Like I'm just so far up in spirit and just so high vibe. It's, uh, it's just really beautiful. 
So if you have any questions about Theta Healing, if you want to know more, I've covered this really in depth, but there's, I mean, there's so much more I could even go into, but I'm going to leave it there for today. I just wanted to give you an overview of kind of what we do and um, yeah, just the experiences. And, you know, like I said, each Theta Healing session is individual and beautiful and some people feel a lot. Some people get visions. Some people might get messages or downloads. Um, you know, it's so, it's, a, it's just so incredible um, experiencing it with you and watching you heal and just seeing the release and, and witnessing it and being there with you and guiding you through it. So if you have any questions, reach out to me and my calendar for September is open, so make sure to go book. I'm also, for the first time, offering um, deposits. So if you are waiting for payday or something, you can actually put down 50% um, and put a deposit down. You hold your spot, and then you pay uh, just prior to your appointment. So that is also an option for you as well. So if you want to book that, you can go to my website, AnastasiaBurtnick.com. It's under healing, or you can go to the link in my bio on Facebook or Instagram and book from there. Okay, guys, I love you so, so much. And I cannot wait to see you on the next episode and to talk to you in my inbox. Have yourselves a wonderful, wonderful week. Thank you for joining me today on the Soul Service Podcast. If you love what you heard, I would be over the moon if you would share this episode with your friends and leave me a five-star review and subscribe over on iTunes. I want to help as many people as I can, and I can't do it without your support. I'll see you on the next episode.